Hello and welcome to HD Movie Talk. I'm your host, Dean, also known as Dean's Beans. And as always, I'm joined by Harlan, also known as... Do you want to go? Go on. Also known as Duffy Fluffy. You got that. Okay. Anyway, um, I'm not, I'm not going to... I give up, is all I'm trying to say. Uh, but luckily for me, I don't need to talk to just you today because we've got a third person here. And that's Trista Rose on TikTok. Hello. You're actually on a Zoom Hi. call at the moment, but hello. Yes, I thank really, you so much for having me. You're welcome. I really can never do an intro. Can you tell? <laughs> no, I couldn't tell at all. I think you're like the only guest, potentially the only guest here where we don't have to ask them to explain their username, like at all. Yeah, yeah. I like to think mine's a bit straightforward. Well yeah. Done. I went for the simple username. There well you done. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was literally just explaining to you before we started this about how Harlan and I always start insulting each other as soon as we start recording. <laughs> Without meaning to, I just yeah. started insulting him when we started. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just tried making a quickie joke. You just tore me apart. Yeah, to be totally. fair, I would have been more annoyed if you just gave me a normal answer. Anyway. That would have been funny, though. Do you want to explain what we're doing here today, um, Duffy Fluffy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's enough out of you. Um, anyways, today we are doing an episode of Guests Best where we bring on a guest and bring along what they call their favorite movie. It doesn't have to be their favorite movie, it's whatever movie they want to bring on. Um, but today we're talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. Ooh. We're being a very spider-centric podcast at the moment, aren't we? Which is working out well. I feel like everybody's week. spider-centric right now. Yeah, we'll be talking about oh, No yeah. Way Home. We've talked about Amazing Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3. And now this. Yeah. And then next week, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, probably. I'll see if I watch it. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. On it yeah, is it out know. this week or is it? I'm not sure when it's out. It's next. Yeah, I haven't really been keeping up with the news with Spider-Man, you know. It comes out Christmas, right? Yeah, something like that. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I just can't wait for the new Jurassic Park movie. That's what I'm thinking about. The world, maybe mm. Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, uh, oh. uh, Dominion, Dominion, Jurassic World. Dom- uh, why are we talk anyway? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> before we talk about um, Spider Homecoming, we like to get to know our guest a bit. Harlan, so do you want to you can start because like you always do? Yes, okay, so I think the pretty primary question, um, when we start asking this is like, what was like your start on TikTok, like what was the first thing that like blew your channel up to be able to make content? Yeah, so the first video of mine that blew up on TikTok, um, there was this trend a while back. It was during the WandaVision era and everyone was posting about WandaVision kind of nonstop. Um, and there was this trend that was going on of people pretending to do like the Wanda hands and editing mm. in uh, the powers. That's kind of where I started. So this was before my cosplay content, which is mainly what I do, as well as other, you know, related Marvel content. And that video, for some reason, it just sort of blew up. Uh, I edited the powers and I guess people liked the edits I was doing. And I was keeping up with, you know, editing and special effects in terms of like superhero powers for a while. And then I got more into cosplay, which is something that I've been wanting to get into for a little while, but really never had the motivation or the chance to, but TikTok kind of gave me that motivation and the platform to do that. So yeah, I started with that video um, with the the Wanda hands. And then, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. I just hit 40K the other day, which I'm so, so grateful for. And I can't believe that that's sort of where it all started. About yeah. a year. 
pretty solid. So when did, when did you actually start posting and like why? Oh, so I started posting on TikTok. I've been on TikTok since since it started, since 2018, but I, I was sort of a ghost and I was just scrolling and not really making any content. That's how we all start. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't start, I want to say the end of 2019, I started posting about Marvel and Teen Wolf um, just because I had a couple of friends who had started posting on TikTok and I thought maybe I can dabble in this a little bit. You know, I've seen Marvel content do pretty well on here and I love Marvel so much. I think it would be great for me to talk about it and make jokes about it. Uh, so that's sort of what made me want to start. And I, I really enjoy watching other people's content on TikTok. And I sort of realized there was nothing stopping me from making the content that I really love. So yeah, Marvel was really big for me starting and also Teen Wolf. Um, I had been watching a ton of Teen Wolf at the time. I go through these phases where I'm like <laughs> obsessively rewatching shows. A lot of people who follow me know that right now I've been rewatching Daredevil nonstop. But yeah, I would say Marvel and Teen Wolf, just having a passion for both of those things and knowing that TikTok was a good place for me to bring that passion and kind of use it as an outlet. I can confidently say that all three of us here have been rewatching Daredevil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? You were talking about this before we started. Oh, dead. Oh, mm. whatever. <laughs> you missed Harlan out on all the Daredevil fun. I want everyone at home to know that Harlan was late to this because of his poor timekeeping skills. No, this is not poor timekeeping skills. This is getting the podcast done skills. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I had a good question. Now I've forgotten it because. Ha ha. Of that. So you you've been on TikTok longer than us two. So well done for, you know. Being an OG. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> to be honest i don't i think that might be the earliest person we've had on here because everyone seems to say around the same time as us yeah i don't, I don't keep so when did you guys start i started january this year really yeah and then oh my gosh started in february because... i've been following you since like dean since like the beginning then i remember well when done. i first saw your account so, on my Harlan, so he claims yeah no i totally <laughs> have you were like my dream mutual team <laughs> oh, oh, honestly when you followed me back i was so excited like i'm gonna be completely honest people keep telling me this and i'm like oh guys guys <laughs> um no harlan honestly harlan i think about your story quite a bit because that really makes me happy that he um was telling oh, people, that's adorable. He, he was telling people like before I started following him, he's like, I'm gonna get this English guy to follow me back on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here. Um sorry, that was just a humble brag for everyone at home. When I did dude, well, it was so like my two like ones that like completely blew my mind mutual wise was you and I think I was at home and I was like that's the Truman show and <laughs> And then it was also Charlie Boyo when yeah. he followed me. I was like, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, Trista, when, so, okay. So when I was like, so I rushed over to my friends because I'm what, for our, oh my God, I'm not going to say, for our watchers that are watching the podcast, not our visual listeners. That's what I say all the time. That's what he always says. <laughs> um, I'm at my friend's house right now because my parents are having a party and that's unacceptable for podcast audio. Um, I, I, I was like, oh, I need to make sure I watch this person's account, Trista Rose. And so it's totally, I just totally like didn't remember your, because we've been mutuals for like at least a week. Like, yeah, a, a little like while. That. Not and, that long. And so like, I was like getting everything set up, like, oh, let me check out this person's profile. And then I was like, 
Oh. <laughs> I totally didn't even realize that you were like the guest because Dean texted me like because we were having I, I don't know I was just being stupid getting a guest on and then he was like I got Trista Rose and I'm like okay cool and I I was just I was busy and I just like put it out of my mind but it's you <laughs> <laughs> he said very excitedly no I was honestly so relieved because like I didn't even like I knew exactly what you're like content was and I was able to have like an actual conversation so that was mm -hmm. that's my little story that I'm like oh I totally have to bring that up when we start the podcast well yeah I'm, I'm glad things worked out and I was like super excited you know when you dm'd me I was like I'm always looking for an excuse to just talk about Marvel for way too long so this is sorry, just like can the you perfect just outlet. can you tell the listeners that my agent messaged you to oh it? yeah sorry I I misspoke um yeah. Dean's agent reached out it was really official and everything my Very agent reached out to your agent yes oh yeah my my agent. people spoke to your people it was all very professionally yeah. done yeah yeah wow okay. that was <laughs> yeah. wow good job good job there guys you really outdid yourselves your and agents outdid themselves yeah, yeah, yeah i was gonna sorry, say sorry, we, sorry. we weren't in the process i pay them enough they should okay <laughs> <laughs> any more questions harlan or are we getting on to homecoming i think let's get on to homecoming okay i have a question to start us off because i was <laughs> thinking about this when i was re-watching this movie and it's a genuine question i have for both of you two so either of you two can answer this mm. <laughs> What is a homecoming? Oh yeah, because it's like yeah. an American thing. It is, yeah. I have a vague idea to be fair. But... What do you think it is? And we'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Yeah. I just, I just don't know what differentiates it from any other kind of school dance. Cause you guys still have prom. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between a homecoming and a prom? Cause we have prom, we don't have homecoming. Well, it might it, it kind of, i don't i don't know like generally like i, I know my school did and it's kind of like prom is for the upperclassmen yeah. and homecoming is for like all the grades and also um it's like a whole like the the whole week is an event kind of a thing there's like a homecoming parade and like we do at my hometown we do this thing called like small games where we have all the classes go up and like do like short like little like fun games in the gym things like that what about you Trista yeah so from my experience homecoming is like a mini prom so prom is something it's a school dance and it's like you know you wear the long dresses and you yeah, wear yeah, very yeah. formal yeah. wear I've, I've gone to prom just yeah so that's very formal but homecoming is like an informal prom at least where I'm from and so you know it's custom to wear short dresses and um you know, there's not slow songs. They do slow dances at prom, but not at homecoming where I'm from. Um, and it's basically it's basically an informal prom. And we do do like a spirit week leading up to homecoming. Homecoming is more of like a fun event and prom is is more formal. And it's like mm -hmm. a, a much bigger thing. You guys yeah, are so weird. Okay. It, I, and it, also it, it's like at prom, like you're served like food. Or are you served food Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We didn't get food at our prom. Wow. Maybe oh, I went well, to- Well, don't you have like liquor at your prom? What's that? Don't you have like liquor at your prom? Uh, yeah. Well, really? You win. Oh, so, well, okay. We did at my, you do two proms technically because you finish school twice. And then in the second one, the one that was canceled because of COVID, there would have been because obviously we can drink younger here than you guys can. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, That's still I'm, so surprising to me. Like having alcohol at a school event. I, I was honestly talking to a friend like a few hours ago about how um, about how weird it is that the drinking age is 21 there, specifically in reference to Harlan. No offense, Harlan. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's only it was, weird for me. Yeah. No, just you were the one we were talking and my friend <laughs> was talking. Wait, were you talking with Will? Yeah. I love Will. It's the best. We're like best friends. Okay. Anyway, okay. I have a second question about this movie <laughs> and about stuff I don't understand in America. Yes. Shoot. Okay. Um, you. I think it's just because I'm English. I don't understand. What What is Spider Man? Oh, that's a really great question. You know, only Americans tend to understand Spider Man as a character. So I'm I'm glad you felt brave enough to ask the professionals. I'm um, glad you're putting up with me because Harlan is not. He does not look pleased. Uh, you were an imbecile, Dean. <laughs> oh. well, I honestly, I thought of that joke halfway through your homecoming explanation. I was like, I am so good. Okay. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Are you it. proud of yourself, Dean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I did say we were going to talk about homecoming, but I have another question before we actually start talking about Spider-Man homecoming. Is what other movies would you put up there as your favorites? What other ones were you considering when I asked you? I was, uh, I was saying this before, but I was definitely considering Into the Spider-Verse, which I know I chose mm -hmm. Homecoming, but I think Into the Spider-Verse is definitely my favorite adaptation for Spider-Man. And I think it's the best adaptation. Um, I think, I don't know, everything about that movie is just so perfect. I wouldn't make any changes. Um, the story, the animation, the soundtrack is all amazing. Um, so that's something I was thinking about. I'm just a big Spider-Man fan, so that's where my mind was going immediately. It was going to be one of the two Spider-Man movies. Um, and generally, I'm just a really big Marvel fan. Like, I knew whatever movie I was going to pick, it was definitely going to be within the Marvel realm, just because, you know, I love Marvel. I love reading Marvel comics um, and everything about the MCU and the whole extended universe. I, I really enjoy watching and I could talk for hours about. So the main one was Into the Spider-Verse or I was going to pick some other Marvel movie. And that's kind of where my head was. In Spider-Verse, good choice. That's my second favorite movie. You know, when it comes to Spider-Verse, I have a really tainted experience with it. Because oh, yeah. at the time, it was very like, will they, won't they, with Sony just giving the Spider-Man properties to Marvel. And then yeah. after the success of Venom, I really wanted Into the Spider-Verse to bomb. <laughs> like, because like, because like, if it did, they probably would have been, they would have like, rethought their decisions so like when i saw it i'm like oh man i hope this sucks and it <laughs> it didn't and i feel like it, i feel like if i went into it like not wanting it to suck i would have enjoyed it way more but i was kind of like petty the entire time because i'm like <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i need i need to rewatch that movie that's the one spider-man movie i don't have on blu-ray and i feel criminal wow. about it. yeah that I is i know i'm sorry guys so okay i have a question yes so there is a lot this is for tristan not for you dean oh, okay <laughs> i'll sit this one out anyways um <laughs> so i feel like the tom holland movies especially have been kind of under fire recently i mean yeah. i love them but they, like in the tiktok community at least i've been sure. seeing some of that so what i mean just assumingly considering you picked this one over like any other live action spider-man movie what like is your what makes this one your favorite so 
I've definitely, I knew I was going to pick a Spider-Man movie because I've always really loved Spider-Man as a character. So that's part of the reason. Um, just like street level heroes I love and um, the idea of like helping the little guy. Um, and I think Homecoming is actually just a really great introduction for Spider-Man as a character. Um, and I know it gets a lot of criticism. And I think that's because the movie does take its creative liberties uh, and it does deviate from the source material. And not everyone is a fan of that. You know, we had the Raimi trilogy really set the standard for what a Spider-Man movie is. And then the Amazing Spider-Man movies got a lot of backlash for those same creative liberties that that franchise was taking on. Um, but I think Homecoming, in my opinion, actually does it pretty well. And when I first watched it, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a breath of fresh air. You know, it was different, but I didn't think it was different in a bad way. Uh, in a in a lot of ways that other people think. You know, I do have my criticisms of this movie um, with some of those creative liberties, but ultimately I thought it was really good. I, I'm glad to an extent that they didn't necessarily repeat the same exact storylines we've seen before, though I think, you know, staying true to some storylines, like the inclusion of Uncle Ben would have been lovely um, and seeing more of Spider-Man being a street level hero, um, which and, and more of New York in his story would have been great. I do think, you know, we see him thrown into much bigger situations throughout the whole movie and we don't see him more specifically just swinging through the city, which I think we see a lot with Tobey Maguire just going out and doing these uh, street level crime fighting, you know, scenes. Um, and I think it would have benefited from the inclusion of more of those. But ultimately, I think the story is just really great um, and it's comforting for me. I'm a big Marvel fan. Um, I'm always rewatching like all of the Marvel movies all of the time, um, but not all of them I would say I could rewatch casually or when I'm looking for that comfort type movie to put on, like when I'm in a bad mood and I want a movie to cheer me up. I think Spider-Man Homecoming does a really great job of offering that, um, that comfort because I think it's funny in all of the right ways. I think sometimes Marvel movies can be a little bit cheesy with the timing or they take a serious scene and they kind of flip it with the comedy. And I think sometimes it, um, it can ruin the scene, but ultimately I think Spider-Man has that great balance of comedy and seriousness and action. Um, and I think it's, it's entertaining in all of the right ways. And it's just, to me, a really well-balanced Marvel film and a good introduction of the character, even though it is really different from what we've seen before. So yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I I it I want to say it's been like maybe three, two years since the last time I rewatched this movie, like in completion. And I was, you know, after that you hear people talk about it on TikTok, your 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 memory of it gets semi tainted or you remember it slightly differently yeah. but I was so surprised at like just from like how people have talked about it I was expect not expecting less from it but I wasn't expecting such like a pleasant viewing experience but I like I think this after on rewatch considering I've seen Far From Home more recently I think this one's way better than Far From Home just because like um the director John Watts was going for like a John Hughes vibe which is like the guy who did Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like that was the vibe he was going for. And looking at that, as that aspect, being like, okay, this is the type of movie I'm getting into, it was way more of a fun watch and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. that's something I really love about Homecoming is that like 
teen movie vibe to it, which I know is the exact reason a lot of people dislike it. So if that's not a genre that you tend to enjoy, this movie isn't really going to fit in with your expectations. But I love that it really feels like just a classic teen movie, but at the same time, it's a Spider-Man story. And I love that we see, you know, him coming of age as a teenager and as Peter Parker and as Spider-Man, which I think I think it was really lovely and charming. And I totally agree with you. I think that Homecoming, um, especially on rewatch, is a lot better than Far From Home. And I think for that reason, it's it's got like a charm to it um, for that that coming of age storyline. Yeah. Okay. I have a, I have a very important question. Is Tom Holland your favorite Spider-Man? Uh yeah, I would I would say that Tom Holland is my favorite Spider-Man. I think that um, you know, everyone has their opinions, really strong opinions most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> favorite spider-man is i know there's so much love for the raimi trilogy and toby Maguire, and then there's a whole other wave of fans who just think that andrew garfield's spin is the best i think i really enjoy tom holland's because in my opinion he's got kind of the best combination of what i'm looking for in a spider-man i think um in my opinion his peter parker is my favorite i think yeah. he plays a really convincing teenager and that he's he's awkward and nerdy and geeky in all of the same ways that I am like I watched that movie when it came out and I was like oh this is me you know this is how I act this is how I talk with my friends like the way he and Ned are in their relationship I was like I see myself in this and it feels very much believable and relatable um and I think his Spider-Man I think he just does a great job and the fact that he does so many of his own stunts and he had that background um, as a dancer and kind of knowing how to do those stunts on his own and his physicality as Spider-Man since um, you don't get to see his face he doesn't get to use his expressions to tell the story he has to do a lot of that physically when he's fully in the suit and I think he does such a great job doing that and I think that's something I wish I'd seen more of um, with the other two Spider-Men and I think a lot of people say he doesn't do quips enough and that his quips aren't as good. But when I was re-watching actually pretty recently, I thought that there were some pretty good quips and it did feel very, very true to Spider-Man to me, which I think I think that's why Tom Holland's my favorite. Just a great combination in general of Peter Parker and of Spider-Man. Yeah. That, that actually makes this conversation very fun because my favorite Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield and Harlan's favorite unless it's changed in the last 24 hours. Dude, it, no. Is um, Tobey Maguire's. So that's a good, you know, cross-reference to talk about this with. But if someone does disagree with me, I automatically don't like them. And Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Same here. Anyway. I've got very mixed feelings Anyways. about you guys now that you've shown your true colors, you know? Well, if I, if I changed my Spider-Man, my favorite Spider-Man, I think I would have an identity crisis. He's oh, got yeah, a Tobey Maguire like... Spider-Man tattoo. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice tattoo. For I'm everyone, sad. for all our audio <laughs> listeners, he just showed his tattoo. If you can pick that Thank up. Thank you, Bean. <laughs> I don't know if that was clear enough or not. Uh, so, Trissa, I have a very, I have an important question for you. It's less of a question, but it, well, no, it is a question. <laughs> I want you to tell me how this name makes you feel. That's not a question. Iron Boy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> we were also talking, you missed out on all the fun parts of our conversation before you got here. Yeah, um, we were talking about Iron Boy Jr. before you got here. We were, yeah. So on TikTok, there's definitely, 
there was a lot of conversation about Tom Holland's iteration of Spider-Man and how he's um, an Iron Boy Jr. in that he- What? Sorry. I was about to mention. <laughs> in we that love you, he- Lex, kind of. No, I'm joking, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people definitely, they think he's this mini version of Tony Stark and that he doesn't get to be enough of his own separate character. Um, and I can definitely understand people's criticisms and wanting to see Tom's Peter Parker come into the role of Spider-Man more so on his own and to be more separate and distinct from Tony Stark. Um, I have a friend who who has criticisms of Homecoming and Far From Home for not letting him outgrow Tony Stark and making the story very Tony Stark-centric. But in my opinion, I don't think he's uh, Iron Boy Jr. at all. You know, I think he's a great Peter Parker on his own. And I don't think that Tony Stark necessarily impedes on his story or his journey as a character. Um, I, I um, actually like the mentor relationship that Tony has with Peter. And I think that for me, it doesn't really get in the way of Peter's story. And I think that since the MCU chose not to have Uncle Ben, whether or not they were right in making that decision, I think it was good that there was at least someone to act as a mentor figure to Peter and to teach him sort of the the values of his power and and what it means to be a superhero. And I think Far From Home allowed him to have a similar arc um, with his grief and his um, idea of responsibility which we would have gotten if we saw Uncle Ben um, get killed because Peter sort of does feel responsible in a way for Tony's death. So yeah, I I like that relationship since we didn't get Uncle Ben um, and I would not consider him Iron Boy Jr. I think he's great. Um, I think it's a way to kind of easily be picky and to kind of hate on the character and make kind of, you know, a little remark about it. Um, but no, I, I think he's he's really good on his own, separate from Tony. Yeah, I I agree. I I when people say Iron Boy Junior, I I do have an initial reaction of just ugh. Oh, me too, hundred percent. Yeah, I I do have issues with the um, Iron Man Spider Man relationship, which I'll get to. They're not mm. they're not big issues, but we will talk about them in a bit. Okay, I'll ask Harlan this first, and then you can't just to give you some time to think about it. Harlan, what is your favorite part about this movie? The favorite part about this movie. Yeah. Do you want me to go first if you can't think of anything? Well, I, I mean, I, I guess I have a favorite part, but I feel like it's like the most iconic part, and it's. <laughs> oh. oh well, actually, oh my god, Dean, you go first. You go first. Okay, so my favorite part is it's a bit of a broad one, but it for me it has to be the villain, because mm-hmm. I really love Michael Keaton just as an actor, and I enjoy most of the things he's in. And honestly, I think this definitely isn't my favorite Spider-Man movie, but. Um, the Vulture is probably my favorite Spider-Man movie villain. I just spoiled you. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's my favorite villain. Have you thought of Von Harlem? You know, I'm okay. I was at a cross. I couldn't choose between the car scene and like him, like lifting the. I think I'm gonna go with him lifting the building off of him, and that That's entire it. like it's 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 like gut wrenching because like. It's easy. I I would say like the most emotion we've seen out of Peter throughout the his entire time in the MCU, maybe ever, in anything. Yeah, it's definitely up there. And I just think it was executed perfectly. 
um, you know, that shot of him seeing his face, half his face in the mask, which is a callback with a lot. There's a lot of callbacks just like with the mask scene, but um, I just think it was executed perfectly. And Tom Holland's awesome today, and the music's awesome. It, there, I wouldn't. That is like, and maybe like the most perfect scene out of the entire movie. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's actually that's what I was going to talk about. I was oh. going <laughs> to. I was going to talk about that scene, um, you know, where Vulture traps Peter under the building and he has to kind of lift it off of himself. And I, I really like it because we get to see Peter at his most vulnerable. You know, he's at that point, he's lost the support of Tony Stark. Um, he's lost his suit and his kind of access to resources because Tony's taken it away. Like, I absolutely love the homemade suit for that reason. Like seeing Peter kind of on his own um just using what he has to take on this like professional villain and he's in like a hoodie and sweatpants with his um you know homemade web shooters um so he he you know he lost tony stark support he lost his suit at that point he had to give up a night with liz which he was really looking forward to um and then he's like burdened with having to go up against her father which is such a weird situation for him and he has to go up against him on his own and peter at this point is a relatively new hero and vultures poses a pretty big threat um and we get to see him struggle with all of this and we see that it doesn't stop him like he keeps persevering and that's what that scene is you know him looking at his own reflection and telling himself that despite all of this and all of the hardship he has to keep going you know he has to keep fighting even if tony's not going to be there to support him um even if he doesn't have his suit and we see him in this scene choose the responsibility of being Spider-Man and seeing that he is Spider-Man, you know, separate from the suit, separate from everything else. Peter Parker is Spider-Man because he chooses to do the right thing. Um, and he chooses to keep going no matter what, no matter how hard it is, no matter, even if there's a building on top of his shoulders, he keeps going because that's what's right. So I think it really encapsulates everything it means to be Spider-Man. And it shows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker because of that, which is why I love it. Right. And like one thing that like I didn't catch on the first viewing or second, I don't know how I see this movie. Anyways, um, I saw a TikTok like, like uh, kind of breaking down that scene. And one part that never even occurred to me is like when he's screaming for help, he's like asking for help from like Tony or like possibly like, yes. anybody that's listening. And then he realizes he had like there's nobody else that's going to save him. It's It's up to him. And I yeah. think like that specific thing, when I rewatched it, I'm like, oh my God, like, it, it, I, I don't know. I was 14, 15, the first time I watched this movie at my brain. I mean, my brain's still not fully developed, but you know what I mean? I just didn't quite comprehend that. But this time rewatching it, it, it was extremely more emotional to me. That was really cool. Yeah. Can I change my answer, please? Because I thought of a more specific <laughs> scene. Yeah. Yes. My favorite bit is the reveal that um, the vulture is Liz's dad. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think to be even more specific, the, the, ta- the, the drive to homecoming, whatever that mm. is. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I, when I, that's the one thing I remember thinking when I left the movie. The first time I watched this, I was like, that is a good twist. Well, yeah. and that's the thing I think that stuck with me most after watching this movie, because it really does come out of nowhere and there's not a lot of fanfare to it it's just opens the door there's no music and and michael keaton's just standing there and you're like oh okay and then just (laughs) and then and then the next scene addresses this quite well by just making it funny of just the entire time they're taking pictures and things um 
Peter's just standing there staring uh, right. at the vulture, and then uh, then you have the amazingly sinister moment in in the cab because I really think vulture, despite not being like a ginormous threat, being like one of the most threatening villains we've seen in any of these movies. I just yeah, I really love that twist. You know, like even like the the, the drive to home, like I think this is like the one Spider-Man villain. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anybody else that like was just smart and just like figured out that it was yeah. here. Just by um, like putting the puzzle pieces together. A lot of the time it's oh, you just took off your mask. I watched Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. last night. That's why I've got that in my mind. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was just like, it was like so cool. Like, oh my god, he's like figuring out right in front of me, and that that seems iconic. The, and he does he does it so well. Michael Keaton does the slow realization. So well. yeah, it's like oh, you weren't you weren't that your friends with Spider-Man. Huh. Yeah. Something I really love about that scene, someone pointed it out on TikTok. I never caught this all the times I'd rewatch this movie until someone pointed it out to me. When you see him in the car, the light changes. You know, we see a red light sort of shining on his face, and the yeah. light changes green when it finally clicks in his head that Peter is Spider Man. And I thought that was yeah. so amazing and such great attention to detail and kind of signaling to the audience what's going on without even having to say anything. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That great has got a really creepy face. He's got a really good creeper face. Oh my yeah, God. he does. It's just and his voice and he just completely nails the role because it's oh yeah. I can't <laughs> what was that doing? Impression. Mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> so far. Um, wow, look at you. I'm not even going to explain it to Trista this time. I'm just going to move on. Uh, okay, the next question I usually ask is what is everyone's least favorite part about this movie? Hmm. Any, anyone got any pre-prepared answers or, or am I going first again? You're going first. Yeah, you're going first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I foreshadowed this with, with saying I have slight issues with the Iron Man, Spider-Man relationship because I think what this movie is really missing is, I, I'll, I'll be honest, um, this was said to Harlan and I like maybe a week ago when we were talking to our friend um, Peyton JB on TikTok. Um, he said, which I understand agree with, there is a moment missing in this movie right at the end where I think Peter needs to be like more dismissive of Iron Man. I think this movie kind of needs to end with them having an actual falling out instead of Peter going, oh, I'm just going to go do this. I think the relationship works all the way through the movie. I just think the movie would have been such a more impactful ending if he, if in the scene at Avengers Tower, he's like, no, it's your fault this happened because you you were you treated the vulture wrong blah 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 i'm going and i'm just going to go be spider-man by myself and then that leads into infinity war and then it'll be more interesting when spider-man dies in that and everything like that i think that would really elevate this movie for me it really would have elevated the movie but i feel like i, I might have thrown off the tone a little bit though yeah yeah but i, I feel like a, a lot of the tone of this movie is peter trying to like get over his own like silliness and sort of that sort of thing yeah i don't know mm -hmm. i think it would definitely be interesting to see like sort of a falling out yeah and i think that yeah. would that would please a lot of the criticism towards <laughs> that relationship with um yeah. peter and tony and sort of the the whole iron boy jr thing i do think as much as i enjoyed you know the mentorship going on there um there could have been you know more of a a separation yeah, yeah to grow that independence. And I can definitely see how that could be beneficial and how a lot of people I think would enjoy that. 
and I think this is the only movie where I have this sort of issue with that, this slight issue with the mentorship, because I really love it in Infinity War. And, mm. I, and I think Tony's inclusion in Far From Home works really well as well. Like, I don't think, I don't have an issue with that. I think he works well. He's not in that movie. But um, his death um, has interesting ramifications upon that movie. And I think that element works well. And I don't care that he created all these villains. Like, I, I see that complaint a lot. Especially now people are like, oh, Electro is wearing an arc <laughs> But yeah. I've already been seeing that on TikTok too, and people yeah. are making jokes. Oh, yeah. that the entire Sinister Six, they're gonna have a reveal, and it's like all of us are motivated by Tony Stark. To be fair, I would wrong. love that if they had a scene of <laughs> like, like in um, Far From Home, when they have the flashback to Jake Gyllenhaal um, backstage. I'd really, I'd, I'd, I'd honestly like really love if that movie, if this movie did that. That would be really funny. Like we think that they're from like Tobey Maguire's movies and Andrew yeah. Garfield's, but they're from separate universes where they all worked at Stark Industries. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony Stark created each and every one of them. Oh, that'd be awesome. He just <laughs> repurposed all of their tech doc. Cause like, I'm built these giant octopus arms and, and <laughs> Tony just made fun of me and, and, and said, oh, why are you making them? Your name's Octavius. Classic joke. Yeah. Okay, I think I figured out what I would change about the movie. Okay, what is your complaint? My complaint. This is a very minuscule complaint, but it's okay. a complaint nonetheless. The CGI for Spider-Man's suit looks dodgy at times, and it takes me out of the movie. I can see that. Like Andrews and Toby's. I don't think ever really took me out of the movie, and Toby's was thanks to that raised webbing because that's how they were able to like do that cgi because they weren't able to like do reds which is interesting so that's why they that's really why they have raised webbing on the toby's suit because it was easier to do in cgi um and the andrew one looks great and i i love the spider-man suit like i love tom holland's suits like i'm not going to complain about that but the cgi just looks a little bit dodgy. okay I, I think it does look at times just a bit too smooth and yeah yeah i think yeah I get that. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. I think I can think of one particular scene too that always pulls me out of the movie and the CGI, it's just atrocious. It's like near the beginning of the movie and it looks like a really poorly animated video game and it, it pulls me right out of the moment. And every time I just have to sort of close my eyes and pretend <laughs> that I don't see it. You know, I ignore it since it's my favorite movie. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't see anything guys. Totally didn't catch that. Wait, yeah. scene, do you remember what scene you're referring to in particular? It's, it's when he's trying to stop someone from breaking into a car, but he's going into oh, the yes. car. Yeah, yeah. He does a, yeah. a backflip. And if you go and rewatch it, it is, um, it's interesting. Even And it's like a flip that I feel like could have been done by a stunt double or something, like just a backflip. And they chose to animate it. And it, it gets me every single time. If we're talking about slight complaints, um, that scene particularly, I'm not a big fan of the Stan Lee cameo in this movie. Because I think it, I don't know, I feel like it out. It went on for too long. Mm-hmm. I liked it. <laughs> I, okay, so, I'm sorry. Good. I feel like I'm neutral, so we've got a nice mixed bag there here. You go, there you go. I just, I like it when he goes, um, hey, Marjorie, how are you? How is your mother? But then I, I feel like he's got, yeah, too much. Because I, I feel like Stan Lee's cameos always take you out of the movie, and they're kind of designed to do that. Yeah. Okay. But I, in this one, it, because it comes back to it, it like takes you out of the movie twice, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I do think maybe it could have been a little bit more iconic. Like one of my favorite Stanley cameos is 
in the amazing spider-man where he's in the library and he's like putting books yeah, away there's fighting going on behind him i think you know it's not that i have any problems with this cameo but since this is you know the introduction of mcu canon spider-man i think they could have done something a little yeah. bit different just he's considering got, that spider-man is like the marvel character in my opinion good cameos in marvel in spider-man movies to be fair because amazing spider-man yeah. 2 is a good one at the um thing and i think my favorite stanley cameo ever is the spider-man 3 one when he goes ah oh, um looks like one person can make a difference mm-hmm. enough said it's uh, my favorite one so good one. Mm-hmm. Sp- the first spider-man move wait no no it's spider-man 2 wait no hold on go on <laughs> <laughs> Take fun, a second. fun fact like 16 year old dean or however old i was at the time post posted a screenshot of that scene the day stanley died on instagram mm-hmm. you don't have anything posted on your instagram oh um oh no you went and deleted it? No. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, Dean. No, we no, cut don't that We cut okay. that out. And he goes I'll, and sets up his Instagram. Everyone go follow me on Instagram. <laughs> maybe there'll be an Instagram for this podcast soon. Who knows? Oh, maybe. There will Who, be. There will be. Exciting. Um... So did you say you're, do you, have you been able to find a complaint? Yeah, I think, um, I don't know if it's a complaint, but maybe something I would have liked to see. And I am, I'm sort of going back and forth on whether or not I would have liked to see this. But I, I love a good Spider-Man origin story. Like I love seeing the spider bite mm. and seeing the reaction to when the powers are first starting. I would have loved to see Tom Holland's Spider-Man when he first got bitten by the spider, how it happened um, and sort of like what was going on that turned him into Spider-Man um, because he's already Spider-Man, you know, in his homemade suit when Tony Stark finds him. I wonder if, uh, you know, we see something with Uncle Ben or, I don't know, I think I just, I'm curious to see how the MCU would introduce him. And I do know that we're getting an animated show, Spider-Man freshman year. So I'm excited to see it now, but I think Homecoming would almost be like my perfect Spider-Man movie if there was an origin story. Can I have a pitch for this? Do you guys think it would have worked if you get rid of like the, um, civil war um like video diary at the start which i do actually really enjoy and just replace it with like a five minute origin story and it's like a it's like a montage mm. because we all know it is the thing and that's that's obviously why they avoided it yeah because i do i do understand their reasoning which is why i feel conflicted because we have seen this story happen more than once maybe if this was the first time spider-man was rebooted but we were we've seen this before twice um, so I do get why, and I know that they wanted to pull him into Civil War, you know, as an established character. And I think it's a, it's a really cute way to introduce the movie with his vlog. And I think it does make Peter feel very much relatable, very much like a teenager who's just super excited um, to get in, to be pulled into this whole Avengers fight and to have Tony Stark kind of bring him into things. But I don't know. I think I'm more partial to an origin story because it really would have set the tone better in my opinion fair enough i don't know like i think i think personally i would love to see like a live action tom holland origin story however i feel like when was this is released 
2017 this movie? 16, 17, yeah, somewhere near there. Uh, yeah. It was released 2017. Oh, which yeah. is three years after The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And then The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was like an extended origin story. And I think I think if people didn't, I think if we got an origin story for Peter, instead of like, let's say that um, like five minute blog, people would have disliked the movie much yeah. more. Mm-hmm. And also the blog does like a pretty good job at like, I don't know, like it's like a it's a hook for the viewer because it's yeah. like it it's instantly like, oh, wow. tells you what you're getting into MCU stuff. I realize a question we usually ask, and we didn't ask this time is um, do you, how how do you remember your first experience watching this movie? I'm sure it's is it just in the cinema when it came out or? Yeah, so I think I saw it opening night because I was a fan of Spider-Man before seeing this movie and I remember being so excited after Civil War that we were finally getting Spider-Man um and I actually I have my ticket saved of when I saw Spider-Man Homecoming because I was like this is going to be crucial to my character like as a person (laughs) this ticket is my origin story so I do have that saved here in my room um and I'm pretty sure it was opening night just because I had so much excitement going in and I sort of knew I think I knew from the start like this is going to be something that I'm going to love and just completely, you know, want to rewatch for the rest of my life. I'm trying to think about my, I do remember actually. So I had tickets to watch this. So I assume it came out on like a Friday and I had tickets to watch it on the Sunday, which was two days later. And just coincidentally on that Friday, me and my sister went to the cinema and because she really wanted to watch baby driver. <laughs> I, I had heard anything about this movie so I was like oh I'll just go as well you know and and we get there and and they didn't let us in because that movie is rated 15 and at the oh. time it was 14 just um, exactly so instead we watched Spider-Man Homecoming and then like a week or two later when I did watch Baby Driver that became my favorite movie so there, oh, you, go. there you go they came out at the same time that's interesting to know i'm pretty sure my viewing experience was pretty subpar i think it was just i saw it in theaters like opening day you that's know. not subpar that's just that's dedicated fan behavior is that not I how you're watching oh, no well, way i don't know <laughs> i have no a, i get what you mean so if you don't so i can obviously tell that now trista that marvel is a part of your personality <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. Oh no, that true. is not a that is not I've an got, insult. Like, that is like Spider Man hiding in my background <laughs> over here. Like there's some Marvel stuff Spider-Man. all around my room. How long have you been like a Marvel fan? Like, how long have you been into that? I think it was uh 2012. Yeah, was my first because it's about to be a decade. My sister and I were just talking about this. Um, it was 2012. I think. I think Thor was my first movie. I think same. Whoa. Maybe. Thor got yeah. you into Marvel. That... It's surprising. Well, I I was sort of lucky. I had an in. So my sister, my older sister, um, she loved Marvel. She loved it way before me. I was really young. Uh, 
I must have been 10-ish at the time, um, and she was the one who said, Trista, I'm going to turn you into a Marvel fan. This is what's going to happen. We're going to start here. She was a huge Thor fan, so um, mm -hmm. it was Thor. That's how I know, because she loved Thor at the time and like Thor comics and him as a character. So she pulled me in sort of against my will. Um, I can't tell how much I'm joking about that, but yeah, I fell in love with it just from the start. And that is where the obsession sort of began, you know, watching all of the movies as soon as they came out, as soon as I could going with my sister. Um, and then I started going with my friends later on when they slowly trickled into the Marvel fandom. And then it sort of grew, you know, this obsession with these movies and the cast. And then I started with the movies and then I started getting into comics. Um, and it's just, it's something I've really enjoyed ever since I was young. So yeah, it's, it's been a while, a long run. I know the first one I watched in cinema was Avengers and that was 2012, but I'm not sure. Harlan, I realize I've never actually asked you how did you get into Marvel? Just for um, a tangent here. Well, when I was like around two, my dad started playing the show Spider-Man and Friends for me, which is like you this, have told me this actually, yeah. old car Spider-Man cartoon with like Iceman and Firefox or something. And I just got really into that. And then when I was like old enough, I saw the first Spider-Man movie and then Spider-Man 2 and then I saw spider-man 3 so i i really it i i don't know a life without marvel <laughs> what about you dean how did you get into marvel i i've always been into marvel to an extent like i remember i i watched i remember one night this actually no it would have been before 2012 i went into marvel because like one night i just watched iron man and iron man 2 of my dad probably like 20 10 2011 and i always used to watch the spider-man animated shows but i do remember the first i i do remember watching avengers in the cinema and i was like whoa and then from that point on was when i was really hooked but i've always been in to this sort of thing because I, I before then i would have been a massive star wars fan mm. if i was into marvel and and i was a massive harry potter fan before i got into marvel um, that's kind of a legal requirement here, though. Yeah. Um, getting into Harry Potter. I'm slowly I, getting into it. My friend's showing me every one, but they're out of college, so they can't watch it right now. Uh, but um, yeah. I think I'm four movies in. Four movies in. That's good. Well, yeah. I. The, th the thing is, I'm not. I'm definitely not as involved in Harry Potter as much as I once was. I'm definitely more involved in Marvel now than I probably ever was with Star Wars. I used to love Doctor Who as well. That was the other one. That was, I was going to say, I very similarly, I think I clicked with Marvel so well and so instantly because like I, I had my Harry Potter obsession, but I had my Doctor Who obsession, which never left. I'm still very much I'm, obsessed with Doctor no, I'm Who. I'm still obsessed with Doctor Who as well. But. Yeah, and I think that was kind of my very easy in. Like, oh, Trista likes this um this nerdy stuff. She's exactly. she's gonna like Marvel. Her that's, favorite show is Doctor Who. That's what my parents did with me. They were like, oh, he likes Star Wars. He likes Doctor Who. Just put on something with superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> Call it a day. Exactly. Try getting into Doctor Who. It's so but I it just I, I it didn't I don't know. I just you need to you need it. to yeah. You've just I gotta strap down like I did with Harry Potter and just watch the first I'm gonna episode. I'm gonna get a plane ticket to Chicago. <laughs> Fly out. Make sure you sit down and watch. Oh there you go. Um okay, okay to, just to get back to homecoming, just to, I, I've got a little game we can play, which oh, is very selfish. I love games. Okay, it's between, it's, it's Trista versus Devin Flores. Gosh. 
Oh yeah, because this is my friend. <laughs> so that's a joke. That's a joke just for the people in this Zoom call. <laughs> so it's a competition between Trista and Harlan. Take it in terms of guessing what you think to me is the funniest part of this movie. Actually, I've got two or three moments in mind, but if you get one, then well done. Trista can start because she's our guest. Oh gosh. I feel like I'm stuck now. I'm trying to think of every single funny moment in this movie and my mind like went completely blank once I knew we were like competing. <laughs> I, I, I have my answer. Oh. Are you, am, am I still going first? If, if you want to hand it over, you can. Can I hand it over? Yeah, yeah, go on. Maybe I can just copy your answer and just go okay. with it. Go on, Holland. So mine is when Tom Holland gives Liz the corsage. No, that's not one in mind, but that's very good. That is very Dang good. It. It's very good. Oh, I don't know what a corsage is. I'm not going to lie to you guys. <laughs> it's an American thing, probably. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Sounds French, but I don't. Well, it's I don't, like little flowers. I right? myself in the French. Okay. Yeah, it's a corsage that goes on your wrist. Oh, yeah. For the ladies. Oh. And then there's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a boutonniere for the. Boutonniere. You're totally right. See, I don't even know what it is. Boys. See, no, that's not something here. Anyone got any more guesses? Um, I thought... Is I've, it I've like an three obvious moments thing? In mind. I've got three moments in mind. One of them, I think, is quite obvious, and the other two are quite rare, so this isn't a great game. A bit of a weird is it, moment. Um, is it when Ned, like, catches that Peter's Spider-Man and he, like, drops the Lego Death Star and it's, like, they have no, that I, awkward interaction? I, when you said Ned, I thought you were about to get it because, go on, Harlan. The hat? His hat? No, that's all. Oh, you can't, You are coming up is with it, good answers, though. Is it when Ned calls him and it's, like, the, the song is playing? No, right near the end of the movie. Near the end. Oh, poor. Like, oh, wait. Yes. yes. <laughs> Do I know it? Yeah. Should I? Are you guessing? Did He's you guess it? it? I said it. Okay. Sorry. Totally cool. The I other two, sure. I don't think you, one of them is at the very start of the movie during the video blog where um, Peter goes, Oh, wow. He's big now. That bit. Oh, yeah. Always gets me. And the other bit, I think this is the funniest bit of the movie. And I would have been amazed if either of you got this. It's when it's when um, the, the people working for the vulture come to the school to look for the orb. And then Peter and Ned are hiding. And then the guy knocks on the window. And he goes, Are you all right? And Ned goes, Yeah, are you? And the guy turns around <laughs> and he goes, Chess. <laughs> but it gets me every time. It is I so funny. I think but he says funny. it in like a nasally voice, like, Yes. <laughs> it's such a thing you're like, yeah, this is like a realistic school. <laughs> I want to know, and also I was watching that, I'm like, is this moment in the script? It better be, man. Or is it just this guy was just awkward and just, you know. <laughs> they, they, you know, met this kid and they said, just do whatever you think is right. <laughs> yeah, You're going to yeah. nail they it. Just, they just were pulling Go awkward kids off the street. and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They, these kids aren't even actors. They just found the most awkward teenagers that, that were in New York City and, and hired them. really does feel like it, to be honest. Is that the end of your game? Yeah, they, they were the three moments. You won, though, so well done. Congrats. That means you get to yeah, continue being the host of this podcast, because if you lost, Trista would I was going to replace you. 
Yeah. So oh, you're very, I, I actually let you win because I felt bad. You know, I didn't want <laughs> Dean holding the technical difficulties against you and then replacing <laughs> that. So uh, I, I let you win that one. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I know we keep teasing. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> it's not, I was telling Trista about the time I left you guys waiting for like an hour. Who was that? Who, who did you? That was with um, Callan. Callan, yeah. Oh, it's okay. That was so that was bad. That was a lot longer than you left us. Uh, I can't imagine what that must have been like for you. Oh, uh, it was a very stressful day. <laughs> we we both run late once, so yeah. whoever does it next is off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how long have we actually been talking for? Quite a while. Um, Should we give our final thoughts and ratings of the movie? Yeah, yeah. Someone else go first because I don't know what I'm going to say. What our final thoughts? Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to say. I feel like I should have prepared more. I think I think I, I think I can go first. I think this movie. I really enjoy the vibe of this movie. Um, however, just purely from like a subjective viewpoint. I just it this movie doesn't really hold much of a special place in my heart because I grew up and I'm just more nostalgic with the like Raimi trilogy and but like I think this is a wonderful movie and it's like as you said it's like totally a comfort movie like it's so easy to not to say it like takes no brain power but it's just like it, the music's nice and not peaceful but it's I don't know it's just like a perfect movie yeah but it's just missing a little something for me to have it like place it like my number one MCU movie. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think apart from maybe Spider-Verse, this is probably the funniest Spider-Man movie and one of the funniest MCU movies, yeah. apart from like probably Guardians, I think mm-hmm. it would be funniest after them. And, yes, and sure. I think Tom Holland does a really good job. And I think the, Something we haven't mentioned, which is which is really this really feels like a group of teenagers, especially when you look at the other Spider-Man movies, and it really feels like a high school. And all those elements really work to make this movie just so real. And I love the Ferris Bueller's vibes because I love Ferris Bueller and all those sort of things. So I, I really do like this movie. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think this movie, even though people have a lot to criticize about it, I think it does have a lot to offer. Um, and of course, it's a, a new take on Spider-Man. There are a lot of differences from the movies that we've seen before, but something about it just feels so charming. And I, I do like the coming of age story. I think the characters are, are so perfectly casted. I love everyone that's on the cast. And I think Tom Holland, uh, like I said before, just does such a great job as both Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And I think just in a lot of ways, this movie feels authentic and true. Um, in a in a couple different ways, like in the 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 cast being true to their characters and it very much feeling like the teenage experience. And I think just as a movie, it feels pretty grounded to me while still being, you know, lighthearted and funny and and enjoyable watch. So I think overall, sort of like I said, it's like the, it's like that comfort movie that you're looking for yeah. on a night in, which is I why understand. I, this is like peak comfort movie vibe. Yeah. yeah. That was a string of words which I've never said before. <laughs> And never will again. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you, Trista, for joining us. I've had a lovely time. We got to give our ratings on it. Oh yeah. Um, oh yes, I don't yeah. know. I would give it an eight point five out of ten. 
Can I be? I think I'll I'm going to be biased here if yeah, I go. Be, I mean, it's your rating. It's not. Can like I? A... Can I give it a ten out of ten? Is that wrong? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's not wrong. Chose it as your favorite movie. So to be honest, be a bit okay. weird if you went eh, like seven, six out of ten. <laughs> Maybe on a good day, three. I out think of 10. I'd actually have to agree, and I'll go eight point six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that exact decimal. Yeah. Right. Um. Thank you for joining us, Trista. Uh, all your links will be down below if people want to go check out your TikToks and everything else. They should. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Um, adios, guys. Oh. And we'll see <laughs> Perfect you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.